coming to you from our basement. This is Exhausted. I'm Heather. And I'm blown away in a thunderstorm, flying off to parts unknown, never to return. (laughs) Sometimes called John. (laughs) That thunderstorm was intense. Or more specifically, it was the rain. I was outside for all of like half a second and I got completely drenched. Yes. And I thought, oh, he should be coming home soon. I should go and open in this. And then I was unlocking the door to the garage. Like, oh, you're here already. I'm well, sorry. I, I mean, I like the thought, like the, the, the consideration, the intent is just you're like a two or three minutes behind, unfortunately. Yeah. But I was able to change into something more comfortable. And here we are talking about an X-Files episode called Avatar. Yeah. You want to get us started? All right. So it starts off in Skinner's office. So this episode is pretty much about Skinner. And I mean, he's not a character we get a ton no, of time we got with. to learn a bit more. So the, I guess the, I, I guess the idea of doing a Skinner episode is, is not a bad one. No. So of course he's in his office with his lawyer debating if she, he should just sign divorce papers. And that's essentially all that's happening is that his lawyer is trying to convince him to sign the divorce papers that his wife has sent over. And he says that he won't do it. He'll do it the next day. And she's like, why are you putting yourself through these, these, uh, why are you putting yourself through this torture? And he's just being stubborn and as usual, as usual. And the thing, and then the last shot before it cuts to credits is a close up of the papers which say proceedings for divorce or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like anyone who's paying like any amount of attention knows that like they never say the words divorce, they just talk about sign the papers, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and anyone paying attention would know that, oh, he's he's getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Like, that's <clears throat> that that last shot is a. Hey, audience, we don't trust you to figure out what's happening here. So, so we're going to show we're you. spell it out for you. When we get back from credits, is that... Is that a hotel bar? Yeah, he, he goes to drown his sorrows at a, at a bar in a hotel and uh, strikes it up with a, a conversation with a woman who seems to be presenting herself as someone trying to get away from a dude that is perhaps being too forward. And in their... Uh, they don't really talk for too long, but, no. but they sort of bond over the idea of, you know, being here alone and wanting... They bond over being alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to them boning uh, in a hotel room. And then him seeing an old lady. And, and it yeah. turns out it was just a dream. At a certain point, the, there's this cut to... Uh, I guess Skinner's POV as the as the woman on top of him in the split second changes to this old woman wearing a cape and it is frightening to him and I'll be honest to me too. Yeah, I was like, oh and then of course he wakes up and pulls the sheet and the more the more the actual lady. gruesome thing, which is that the woman he was with has had her neck uh um strangled, I guess. Or, or turned around her head her head yeah. seemed to be facing backwards and she's she's dead i was like uh. i think after that Mulder and scully or no Mulder shows up uh, at the hotel at the hotel and he's got scully in tow and he tries to get a sense of what's going on but the detective uh informs him that they're taking skinner to the police station to make a statement because skinner can't remember anything 
And when Skinner is when Skinner walks out of the thing with the detectives, Skinner tells Mulder that uh, he should stay out of it. It's none of his concern. Um, which I mean seems consistent. I mean that's that's the like that's the character they're trying to build around Skinner is that he is not a person who uh he's not an oversharer let's say no he doesn't like to share in and he uh he doesn't like to share in with sharon his wife (laughs) (laughs) which you'll meet later on and i'm like oh wow he's married didn't really know that well and i feel like i mean not to get too spoilery in terms of how i feel about the episode which you normally do at the end but i feel like the fact that we don't know so much about skinner kind of means that when we do find out stuff about it it's kind of like oh he's married oh he's getting divorced it's like there's not a lot of investment we have in skinner's personal life because they never shown us any of it no um but i think that scully's next move is to go check out the body at the morgue right yes so she doesn't really find too much until of course uh Mulder comes and then she's like okay I'll catch up with you in a few minutes because I think he got a phone call which I don't quite remember oh it was the detectives they said Skinner's were done questioning him so he leaves and then she turns off the light and there's this like glowy stuff on her face yeah they they don't uh yeah there's it's kind of around her her lips and her uh, nose, I thought, oh, is she starting something? <laughs> that was my thought. I I can't because this podcast is uh legally binding and there are FBI agents listening to this thing, I must say that I have no concept of what the side effects of drug uh of drug oh. use might entail. So maybe it does involve glowing green things around your lips. I couldn't tell you. Uh but the so basically it just says that her her uh her neck was or her vertebrae was crushed so mm-hmm. like her neck was snapped in a uh in a what Scully described as an intimate and vulnerable moment so that, cuz it wouldn't have been sign of a struggle so it was very quick and sudden and violent and that seems to line up with the possibility that Skinner may have killed her uh after they boned um because obviously if you just had sex with someone, you wouldn't expect them to kill you. I, I mean, I certainly have operated under that assumption for the last, uh, what, nine years? Eight years? 2009, 2017. Eight years, yep. <laughs> so, so far, eight years in, and you haven't tried to kill me, especially after having had sex. So I think that's... That's reasonable. Uh, do you remember where we go after? Uh, oh, I think they. Um, he's leaving the police station or something, and so they catch him. And then, of course, he sees the old lady across the street in this red hood thing. Yeah, the freaked him out. Well, and he's and before that, he's also being typically like evasive and it's not like, forthcoming. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he's also taking the stance that he doesn't know what happened. No. Nope. Um, not I definitively didn't do it, or but he's just he's <laughs> he's trying, I guess, to be more like I have no clue of what happened, which, uh, is I suppose more honest, but mm-hmm. also not great for a defense. No. Um, 
but when he goes to they sees the image of the hooded old woman he runs up to her and but actually when he sort of grabs her by the shoulder and turns around it's his ex or his his wife slash estranged wife slash soon-to-be ex-wife uh who's played by vash from uh, star trek the next generation uh one time love interest of captain picard who ends up ditching him to go travel the universe with q uh so you could say that her choice in men is <laughs> is a spotty record <laughs> And they, they, I mean, there's, we know about the scene involving the signing of, or lack of signing around divorce papers, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but they, I mean, but no one else seems to know. In fact, uh, like Mulder and Scully didn't even know that he was, he was married Married. and and there, because they're there for at least part of that conversation, they go and chat with her and they're like, Oh you're you're married and they don't seem to be that eager to like dissuade them of that notion no. like they're having troubles and they're about to get divorced but they're not like actually he's my ex um although when they do have a chat with uh when they do have a chat with vash whose actual name is sharon why i made that joke but i want to call her vash because i like tng um <laughs> so i need i need this okay um, <laughs> when they go and talk to vash they uh, she says that they, uh, she basically gives him the thing that we've been seeing so far, which is that he's closed down. He doesn't really, you know, he's not really available emotionally. Let's say he doesn't really, he's distant. He's distant. He, uh, they've been separated for several, uh, I think they said eight months. Uh, and <clears throat> they, and she was curious if she asked, she mentioned that, she, uh, Skinner talked about Mulder, um, Insofar as he talked about anything at work, he mentioned Mulder a couple times and he seemed to respect mm-hmm. Mulder and he wondered if, and so she said, based on that, I would want you to tell me if, if my husband killed, uh, killed that woman and, uh, he, Mulder goes out on a, goes out and says that he doesn't believe that, but <clears throat> the evidence that we've seen so far doesn't really doesn't really paint like it's not damning but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't do much to exonerate him and scully for her respect and appreciation for skinner i think is probably (laughs) playing more of the skeptic than Mulder. although i I don't think that either of them are being especially unreasonable like none Mm. of them are going are taking their beliefs to strident un reasonable ends i don't think no Uh, they're just doing their job but i mean Mulder is more tending to want to believe skinner or no not skinner because skinner doesn't say that he didn't do it he just says he doesn't know but i think Mulder's more willing to believe in uh skinner's innocence than scully is um which is highlighted when he says that he wants to find the truth of what happened and scully says even if that truth leads to skinner being the one who did it Mm-hmm. And they don't really answer that question. It's just that's the that's the scene that's the line that the scene hangs on. Really, um, did we miss the trip to the? Uh, did we miss the trip to the escort service? Because I think they they identify mm. who. Yeah, sorry. It was uh, so they find out who the lady was. She was she was a legal assistant who moonlighted as an escort. escort. 
Um, and and so then they went there to find out what they could. They they speak to the uh, the madam in charge, and she's like, "Well, I'm not going to give up my customers' information, but with to be honest, not a lot of convincing." She gives up Skinner's name as the person who hired the woman who ended up dead. So mm-hmm. it looks like Skinner hired uh, a prostitute, which is why they were having sex. Um, again, still not something to incriminate him for murder, but... Not looking too good for him either. Well, and I suppose in this sex positive 2017, that would not be a an angle you could take, but let's say... 25 years ago hiring a prostitute is clearly the sign of someone who is you know you know that's just a clear red flag of clearly this leads to murder (laughs) i don't i I don't think you can really try and make that argument anymore although or at least not on a tv show uh do you remember where we go after that um, I think they're back at the office and uh, they're uh, they're talking about his sleep. Yes, because I think at some point Skinner mentions to Mulder about the old woman. It's uh... or is that later? Because I know that that comes where they're. Oh no, they don't know about the old woman. They're finding out the old woman because of the sleep deprivation. So he's at this clinic. And, and they got that. Because I think they're talking about, well, either they believe, either Skinner or Mulder believes that Skinner uh, is telling the truth or he is lying and mm-hmm. that he, you know, <clears throat> there's no in between, which for Mulder seems, it's not a line that they dwell on, but that doesn't seem, Mulder doesn't usually deal in such clear and ambiguous, like binary situation mm-hmm. explanations. Like it's either one thing or another. It can't possibly be a third thing. That's, yeah, that's. Not usually Mulder's bag, but essentially they find out that Skinner has been in a receiving treatment for some sleep disorder uh, where he believes that, and the way that he describes it to the people who are treating him is that he's running from an old woman, um, which matches the image that we've been seeing a couple of times in this episode so far. Um, So the working theory is that Skinner may not have been conscious. He may have actually been asleep when he he may have been possibly done those things under like as a sleepwalking kind of thing or a they differentiated, but essentially it's he might not have been conscious. He may have in the efforts to do something in his subconscious may have, you know, physically done something mm-hmm. in the real world. Um, I kind of remember what happens next. Um, so I think he gets, uh, so there's a hearing. The, oh, uh-huh. sorry. The next thing, cause there's a few things that happened before then. Oh yeah. The first thing that happened. His wife visits yeah, him. Yeah, his wife visits him. And then she gets him. Uh, and she tries to like, not necessarily she, well, A, she establishes that, uh, she was sort of forced in, she was kind of pushed into uh, asking for a divorce. Um, which Skinner admits, which means that she's not necessarily wanting a divorce, but he's sort of like making it clear and to, that he wants one, but being too chicken, chicken shit to, to do it himself. So she sort of said, okay, fine. If this is what you want. Um, 
and but she comes by to try and like keep him company to talk to him not to like necessarily like reconcile but just sort of sort of like help him get his head straight Mm -hmm. um and then after that he falls asleep and has a dream about the has another old woman dream and when he wakes up uh he is uh his door yeah he, he's confronted by some police officers who yeah. ask him to come in because his wife's been run off the road and is in the hospital and they suspect that he did it mm-hmm. so there are people now who are looking to potentially look at possible criminal charges there's also a possibility of him losing his job uh with the fbi um I mean, obviously he was in jail, but like, even if he doesn't, there's a chance that he might get fired from his job. And, uh, Mulder and Scully go to check out the evidence, which is, uh, his wife's car, Skinner's car. They match the paint. So it seems like Skinner's car ran him off the road. Yeah. The only prints they find are Skinner's, which Mm -hmm. makes sense because it's his car. Um, and they have to go really quickly because there's a hearing, uh, Mulder and Scully have been told to stop investigating the case, to hand over whatever evidence they have, and then sort of they're to sort of split after that. The, uh, but on a hunch, Mulder bails from that hearing uh, because he wants to investigate the, uh, what's the thing that blows up in your face? Airbag. The airbag. Um, he cuts out the airbag. It takes it to a... <sighs> I guess 1995, whatever equivalent of a CSI dude. I think we've seen him before. Yeah, he's done quite a bit of stuff on there. He seemed to have a bit of a crush on Scully, but that's what I remember about him. But he does some mid-90s CSI shit to get a facial analysis of, to, to basically determine the face of the person that hit the airbag um, and... The time, even though the Mulder is able to get a rush on it, he's not able to make the hearing. Uh, do you want to go through the hearing itself? Uh, just a little bit that, of course, Scully was being interrogated. And she was trying to stick up somewhat for him. But, of course, they wouldn't really let her say too much. And then they're like, okay, you're done here, when she wanted to say more. Yeah, she she stuck to her rigorous... Uh, the way that they tried to sort of set her up was saying that uh, she, they asked her about the unidentifiable evidence, the green stuff that ended up not being anything. That she found and they're like, well, you know, in their head, there, there's no evidence of that. And they tried to go from there to X-Files. talk about her uh, interest in the X-Files. And she says, well, of all the X- all the crazy cases I've been on, I've always tried to engage them through the realm of, through the lens of science. They then go after Skinner's commitment to science because of all the missions they go on are pretty, pretty whack. And she says, well, Skinner trusts the work that we like, we get results for Skinner. So he gives us a wide berth. Mm-hmm. He, he protects us. And then the real sort of where I think the, uh, the the big move there is when he then he the person interrogating her says oh like you protect him and then she says no i don't but i have more to say and then they say you're done that to me i thought was a pretty clever way of i mean obviously she's not and she's and because she actually seemed to 
she seemed to be more leaning towards Skinner being the guy anyway mm-hmm. uh, than than Mulder was. But uh, I mean, is it's clear at this point that they have their knives out for Skinner and they're not uh, uh, they're not interested in actually hearing anything. But I think Mulder and them, Mulder and Scully meet up afterwards, right, with the evidence. Yes, and he sort of says, "Well, we don't know who it is, but you know, here's the picture." And then so they leave, and then of course they found out the madam. Yes, the, the madam of the escort service. She's dead. She quote unquote jumped off. Uh, she she committed suicide by jumping off a building. Um, they talked to her assistant. I I talk, I, I, they talked to one of her colleagues. I don't know what the relationship is, but they sh- uh, Mulder shows the picture of the the reconstructed face of the uh, dude who whose face was on the airbag who tried to kill Skinner's wife, and asks uh, this escort if she's uh, if this was the person that hired the the original victim, and she said yes. They convince her to, uh, they convince her to go, uh, set up a meet with this person so they can try and trap him. But he immediately catches on that they are setting him up, and so while the, uh, so he's basically while everyone's at this hotel where this stuff is going to happen, he, uh, um, he's able to get the drop on Scully. But before he can kill uh, the escort, Skinner actually manages to uh, get show up and kill the assailant. Yeah, because I think um, how he figured it out, because they, so, they did ask him at the end, the part we missed was when uh, he went to the hospital to see his <laughs> yeah. wife. And, of course, the old woman came well, he, through and... Well, we talked about, like, what... Like we we skipped over some of like what Skinner thinks that stuff means. Uh, he mm-hmm. thinks that the old woman, or he, the first time he saw the visage of the old woman was uh, during his time in Vietnam, where he wrote it off as a, one of a bunch of different kinds of hallucination, drug induced hallucinations, to get through the horrifying things he saw. And uh, uh, Mulder suspected that maybe this woman is in fact trying to protect him from something. It's not clear what he. Before showing up to stop the assailant, he goes to the hospital to basically finally open up to his wife and essentially try to reconcile. And she, because she's recovering from brain surgery, uh, at the last second she opens up and says, let me tell you something, and they cut away. And when the episode ends, he pulls his ring out and puts it back on his finger. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose I'm... Again, we don't spend enough time with Skinner, I think, to feel that attached to his marriage, I guess. It kind of felt like a nothing event to me. It was like, eh, you, you, you're, you're kind of a shitty husband, and you managed to figure it out. Congratulations. You know, I mean, obviously he was innocent. He was set up. Yeah. He was set up to be disgraced. Because by the same people who tried to kill him a few episodes ago, but they figured it would be easier and less obvious if they tried to disgrace him rather than try and kill him a second time. Uh, 
yeah, I kind of, and you don't really get any sense of closure of what, and you, and the way that, like my, the way I interpret the ending is that the people who are, who are still coming after Skinner knew about his treatment and the old woman stuff and basically set up situations where he would be compromised and then. Well, we did see the smoking guy at one point. It's true. Um, so you know it's probably them. I'm. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. It's got to be them. But there's no, there's no real closure with the old woman stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's just sort of that part just sort of sits idly by unresolved. And also, Skinner refuses to say how he knew to be at the hotel to stop the last murder from happening. And he says he has his reasons, and he goes back to that sort of closed down, buttoned up, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not overshare. But, like, that's that's just trying to use his character to sort of paper over a rather huge plot hole, which is, how the fuck did he know to be there? And, and I mean, and the fact that Mulder is able to ask that question doesn't make this, like, it just means it's, it's not so much them resolving the plot hole as them just trying to say, like, hey, this is a plot hole, and then as, use it as, it's like whenever you watch a comedy and then you see something and someone says, this doesn't make any sense, and as a means to try and, like, skirt around the fact that it doesn't make any sense by having someone call attention to it. Mm-hmm. It felt like a dramatic version of that. <laughs> How did you feel about the episode? It was okay. What I liked about it was we got to see a little bit more into Skinner about his life instead of nothing at all. I guess I wish the circum like I guess I do want to know more about Skinner. At the beginning, I said that I'd like the idea of a Skinner mm-hmm. episode so we could get to know more about him. Um, actually, there's, a, there's an episode of Scrubs where, uh, where we get to where people, where Dr. Kelso, the evil head boss, Dr. Man, uh, brings in his, uh, his, I think his gardener yeah. uh, to stay at the hospital for a bit. And... And everyone assumes that he's like, oh, you know, uh, using undocumented labor and he's just sort of being a very, you know, not paying his his people very well, not taking very good care of them. But at the end of the episode, they notice that like the the his lawn care dude uh, doesn't seem to hate him. He seems to actually like him. And uh, Kelso says, you know, I actually it's none of your business. What the hell I do outside of this place? Mm -hmm. And then the last shot of the episode is him taking his employee and their family all out for dinner and having a great time um the the idea being that he's a complete shitbag at work uh (laughs) but outside of work but work doesn't define him and he's a different person outside like there's some potential in there but uh but for that to find that out through the context of uh he's being set up for the murder of a woman that he definitely cheated on his wife with and who's divorcing him because he is unrelentingly shitty. Yeah. Like that's, that's, and then like to have him like realize, Oh, you know, to have her almost die possibly at his own hands. Cause he keeps saying he doesn't know. So he doesn't know he didn't try and kill her. Um, 
and to for them to try and like salvage his marriage that's like dude like this isn't the time like i mean obviously it seems like they write it so that it works yeah but that's that felt contrite or that felt contrived to me i didn't really like it but that's that it was the episode so Mm -hmm. uh the next episode that we're gonna watch is called quagmire yeah every time i hear that just reminds me of quagmire from the family guy (laughs) Which is, 1990, which is 1999, so I think we are a little bit ahead of that, unfortunately. Yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it happens. Wait. Family Guy happens in Rhode Island, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's in Rhode Island. You never know. Mm-hmm. But we'll find out next time. Thanks Mate. for listening. <laughs>